Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself And there's some stories I can tell you it's Final Word, Pakistan, Daily Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon at the end of a compelling afternoon and evening of Test Cricket. I didn't expect to be saying that at about lunch or just after. Jeff, tell us all about why this test is still alive in 30 seconds. Australia batted for 26 minutes and then declared and that looked like things would go pretty quickly. Imam Mohawk was LBW to Lion. Uh, Azhar Ali got this bouncer that kept low, hit him somehow in front of the stumps he was at LBW they were 2 for 21 they were cooked they were 506 behind when Australia declared and then uh, Abdullah Shafiq and, and Barbara Assam just put together a 171 run partnership but it's for the rest of the day happy days as you do uh, Barbara Assam ends up on 102 uh, Shafiq's on 71 and they'll resume tomorrow they need 314 to win or about 90 overs for the draw well all four results are possible I'll say that because if Barbara Assam and Abdullah Shafiq come out and play the way they did today with the same intent they showed from the moment they came together it's a bit it's a bit deceptive looking at their overall mm-hmm. run rate of about 2.8. It was 2 for 21 on the 23rd over. Then Barbara's arm and Shafiq go at roughly threes for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And it was that, I think anyway, that shift in disposition. They were trying to score. They felt that they needed to play something closer to their natural game rather than just trying to dead bat for hour after hour. 172 overs would be the longest time to absorb to draw a test match where we haven't had timeless tests so uh, overtaking um, the Mike Atherton miracle with Jack Russell in 1995 at Johannesburg by mm-hmm. some seven overs and I think that that was a, a sound decision from Barber and Shafiq who are disposed to trying to score to ju- do just that and by the time we reached T it already had that kind of vibe of oh okay this is interesting yeah sure Shafiq was dropped by Smith on 20 at slip but mm-hmm. you know like, well what if they're two down at stumps and they're two down at stumps 314 away from victory if they bat the whole 90 overs tomorrow I absolutely wouldn't rule that out I yeah I would still think that trying to get 100 a session across three sessions on day five would be too much just in terms of the pitch wearing and, and the tricks that it's playing and all the rest of it I think this is still very firmly Australia's game they yeah. need eight wickets yeah. they, which, and you know you don't really expect too much from the lower order so they need to break this partnership that doesn't mean that the next player is going to come in and bat as well as, as these two have done so they have the upper hand all they need to do is get a few good balls and then well, they need to create about 10, 12 chances, right? Yeah. On the final day, not every chance is easy. Balls keep low and all the rest of it. The pitch mm-hmm. hasn't been a major factor, with the exception of that dismissal of Azarelli, which hit his glove as well. That wasn't out, so um, I don't know how he didn't review that. I think it, it might have had to do with... the tiniest flick, though. I mean, he may not yeah, have felt he it. he may not... Well, I assume he didn't feel, feel it. Had he felt it, he must yeah. have sent it upstairs. But sure. I reckon it might have been because umpire Raza took so long to give him out and then 15 seconds to consider it. By the time he's making his call, it's like 25 seconds 
seconds later and yeah. Yeah, I don't know I guess the Imam Al-Haq stinker of a review uh, which was pitching on well hitting in line with off and hitting middle halfway up might have influenced him not taking it that might have been a second I think Abdullah Shafiq being at the other end as a junior 22 year old in his fourth test match had an influence there as well because Imam says should I review and Abdullah says oh, maybe yeah. and so he does and burns it and then you know the junior player is not going to insist that they go for the second review when exactly. maybe that's going to burn as well so I mean Imam definitely should not have taken it and that should have been enough of his decision he looked guilty as soon as he got hit he looked up at the umpire like a startled rabbit and then said I think I'll have the review as well thanks I mean that's nonsense that's that's sort of top order batting stuff oh well we've still got three but I'm at the top order and I don't need to think about the other ten players who, who are going to come after me yeah. so that was very poor um, that, like you say when they're hitting halfway up middle maybe maybe just maybe just keep the T sign down and, and yep. wander off make yourself a cupper instead yep. but Abdullah Shafiq if he made a mistake there, made up for it with the way he batted. Extraordinary application from a young player. He had that one flirt at Cummins. And the slips are standing pretty close, so I think that's part of the reason. that It went very quickly to Smith, and he just didn't have time to get his hands in the right spot. And then after that, Abdullah Shafiq, just, he was a picture of concentration for the rest of the day. Yeah, he was serene. To think this guy is only playing his, what, seventh first-class game or something ridiculous. That's Four it. of those test matches. A century at Royal Pindy to get his series going, but yeah, he is just so good. And, and I think he was a, a good balance to Barbara Azam, because Barbara Azam was the more aggressive of the two, when usually Abdullah Shafiq's the more aggressive of the two in any partnership from what we've seen so far of him at test level. So they balance each other out nicely. Uh, Barbara Azam loves batting at home since they've started playing test cricket back here in 2019 I think that's his fourth hundred here maybe his fifth possibly fourth, massive average yeah. you know, it's fourth sorry average up around uh, up around 90 uh, and the fact that he comes back tomorrow I took a photograph of him from the balcony here where he wasn't smiling or carrying on it was that steely determination mm. in his eyes and then he put the the, the the helmet to his heart as if to say come on do not give up and you know I know I'm sort of getting ahead of myself when talking about the run chase but I also remember at the close of play day four the Gabba 18 months ago or not even that 14 15 months ago that the, the logic there was that Australia would would do that pretty easily too and hmm. I wonder whether there might be some scars there they couldn't finish the job against England at Sydney I'm not saying that nor one against wicket India at Sydney nor, nor against, against India, India at Sydney. Brisbane and I'm not saying that you know one wicket obviously changes everything right forward alarm walking out on a king pair and and we know that their bottom order their mm-hmm. lower order can be brittle but but, and it's a huge but, um, if these two can still be together at lunch, then I think their mindset will shift into, well, okay, we're never going to have a better chance mm. of, of hauling down a world record tally. That's what it would be by an absolute mile, oh. 506. I mean, the world record's 418. So these aren't meant to be hauled down, but no. I've just got this, there's something about this guy, Barbara Azam, he's compelling. And whenever he's in the middle, I believe that anything's possible. There's, there's, there's the vibe. Yeah, yeah. If, if an early wicket falls... Forward Alam and the King pair, if they batted through for a while, they'll be a pair of kings. These two, they they had such a great day. And it was, I thought it was strange. I know we have talked, everyone's talked way too much about follow-ons and whether they should have happened yep. and all the rest of it. I did think it was strange that Australia only batted for less than half an hour. So as soon as Manus Labuschagne got out for 44, they pulled the pin. And obviously the instruction was bat until the wicket falls and then in you come. They ran both ran straight off at that point. Usman Khawaja was 44 not out, so 206, 204 runs unbeaten for him in the match. Um, yep. Sorry, for once out, 200, 200 good for the average four for one out. <laughs> yeah, pretty handy for the average, which is now up above 45. I he's gone from that, 40 yeah. to 45 in the space of this since he's come back. Yeah, four test matches. So he's flying. 
But I thought that was that was odd. So they they only batted they batted the second time, and in the end, only batted for 22 overs, four overs off for the turnarounds, the change of innings. So they had tw- a 26 over break either side of overnight. Kind of, what's the point? What's the point of if I, I was a supporter of bat a second time, but I don't know why you would bat for such a short time the second time and leave yourself so much of day four to bowl because they've effectively bowled a full day. Yeah, I think it's to do with them trying to get the ball to about the 20 over mark as they did yesterday at the lunch break. Lunch was taken at over, I think, 20. So I mm. think it was more to do with that than it was to do with rest by that stage. It was to try and set things up for the ball to go the way that it had on days one, two and three. The difference on day four, Jeff, was that the ball didn't really reverse much until very deep into the session. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that hasn't been a factor here. So it's a bit odd that it really went for, in both um, the, for Pakistan on day mm. one and day two and Australia on day three, but, it did but reverse, not when they needed to it go It did most. reverse for a while, but by that point, Barbara Azam was really well set and he played the reverse right. ball really well. Well, that's when the, they he were. It was about back. 60 overs in, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and he, he played it later. He said after play that that had been his, his idea was, was to try to... He'd been practising that in the nets the previous evening, I think. But he, he hung back, he watched for that swing, he played it off the surface almost sometimes, yep. and there wasn't that really, really late movement. But when it, when it moved away, he generally played it really well, got beaten a couple of times, but managed to survive what was a, a difficult period. And Cummins was moving it a little bit, Stark was moving it a fair bit. Not for long, but it was still a really tricky patch. And they got through it, and then they prospered. A word for Mitch Swepson. I thought he bowled really well today. 27 overs. He bowled more overs than Lyme, which I think is a little bit telling, uh, especially when he went around went, ran the wicket towards the close of play, landing it in the footmarks consistently. The fact that Barber kept wanting to sweep him says a lot about the disposition uh, of the Pakistani captain, But um, and it nearly worked, right? On Even on 99, there was well, 98, whatever it was there, was, there was half an opportunity there around his legs. And I reckon by this time tomorrow, if Swepson keeps landing it in that rough, he'll bowl someone around their legs. He had some go huge. So... Uh, that's exciting and interesting ahead of a, a day when, again, mm-hmm. the footmarks and maybe even the cracking could uh, be a major influence on the final analysis. As for Lyon, uh, it's well documented that he doesn't have a great record against Pakistan, nor does he have a great record in, in recent times in the fourth innings. He did arrest that uh, for a couple of years there, but it's been on the decline for probably two summers. So that's one to watch tomorrow. He'll be mm-hmm. mindful of that, and we know he's a confidence player. I thought that dismissal of Imam al-Haq might set him straight for the entire of the fourth innings here and look maybe it will but uh, he he laboured in the way that Lyon does and did everything seemingly right but just hasn't enjoyed any luck as yet. I was less bullish about Swepson watching him today. I I thought he was disappointing at times. When he turned it big it was usually when he landed it really wide of leg stump, like too wide for it to come back and threaten. Barber was kicking it away for a long time and it felt like what's the point of the team that needs wickets to win bowling in a way where they can't take them where you can't get leg before and when he was bowling over the wicket he bowled outside leg stump quite a bit not deliberately but he slipped and he bowled full tosses down there he got picked off for boundaries at times there were good deliveries in there but I didn't think that overall he had a good day with that's wrist spinners yeah well yeah we'll agree to disagree there I thought he bowled outstandingly well and he'll get the chance tomorrow to do the same again we judge everyone based on the benchmark set by Shane Warne where which is totally unfair we land land six in a shoebox all day long he's never going to do that but when you're bowling into the rough outside the leg stump you need to bring leg stump into play and I thought he did that by bowling so wide of leg stump. And you you want you don't mind the players trying to kick you away. That's okay. It's that 
uh, they're also sweeping him is also a good mm. sign. So, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have more to say about Swepson tomorrow, but I think he's very much in the test match, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's really influential tomorrow. Uh, the reverse swing, we've touched on that already. It wasn't a big part of it, but towards the end of the day, um, Stark did have it going a little bit away from the right-handers. They've not bowled many overs. That's a good thing. Cummins mm-hmm. and Stark were used judiciously by the captain today, himself, of course, and, and the left armour. So it's not as though they're going to bed knackered. I'm not sure how many overs they've gotten through. Indeed, I took a note here. Here. So at 12 for Stark and 13 for Cummins out of the 82 they've sent yeah. down. So they've been careful there, knowing that they could have a massive workload tomorrow. And they probably will. I mean, it was once this pair got set, it looks they looked relatively comfortable, and so they will have to come out and get set again in the morning. And you know, maybe there'll be an early wicket and it'll all be over by lunchtime. But we can we can dare to dream tonight. We can. Barat says that uh, the chatter in the in the press box locally is dream. He says there's a word that could it could be dream, it could be fantasy, and, and that's what that's what's being uttered. <laughs> well, yeah, um, yeah, Christ's unity. This, you know, it was looking like it was going to be a crisis. Now it's a marvelous, marvelous opportunity uh, for the for the Pakistani team. I think they'll go to bed forming the view that look let's just see where we're at at lunch mm-hmm. if it turns out they lose some wickets well that that makes it very obvious if they're two down we saw what india did at the gabba they were able to uh, embark upon something that was meant to be impossible and mm-hmm. they pulled it off let's see whether pakistan can have a data doing something similar wouldn't it be marvelous if we got to five o'clock tomorrow with all four results still mm-hmm. on the table as they are at stumps on day four they nearly chased 500 in brisbane they a, did. a few years they ago did so, so dare to dream dare to dream <laughs> if you will uh, the hall of fame what have we got for the Hall of Fame nominations? Yeah, we'll keep this quick for me because Pat Cummins taking the mallet to the footmarks or to the, the, to the to the yeah the Ashley mallet to the um, the thumper the thumper I think it's called actually not yep. thumper but thumper to the bit um, uh, to the to the landing mark. Cameron Green's um, feet were slipping because he didn't think the ground staff had it quite right. So Cummins had a go himself. I thought mm-hmm. that was uh, the sort of leadership you want. Cummins, you want him to do a job for you. You want him to come a babysit the kids the or, or walk your dog or whatever. Ask Pat; he'll probably come and yeah, do it. He'll do a better job. He'll take it on a longer walk. <laughs> yeah, it was a big metal hammer, and he was really getting in there. I liked the uh, the, the the choking of Barbarazam as he got closer to 100. The way the Australians yeah. choked him. I mean, not that he was choking, but you remember. Abu Dhabi in 2018. You remember him, Mitch Marsh. Remember him being in the 90s for about an hour and a half, yeah, yeah. and then getting to 99, and then Mitch Marsh blowing his boot off, and he was out, and he still hadn't made a Test hundred at that point. Some of that was happening. The noose was tightening, and eventually they had the whole field up when he was on 99. Uh, as you say, the top edge sweep, and it just cleared David Warner at short fine and ran away for a couple of runs. So he got away with it, got his 100, but it was a great moment. Absolutely. So tomorrow could be an historic day for a number of reasons. Let's just lean back and enjoy it, sit back and all that might come. Maybe Australia romp to victory, romp to victory rather, for the first time at this ground in nine attempts, and maybe it's Pakistan who do something staggering, be it drawing the test, which would be historic, or, uh, or winning it, which would be almost impossible uh, when you look at history but um, yeah who knows with a team with this kind of belief and with this kind of captain Barbara Azam uh, be back with us tomorrow to find out how it all went the final word cricket podcast is uh, brought to you by Bad Producer Productions if you like what we do patreon.com forward slash the final word you'll see all of our old episodes as well uh, find us on YouTube we're actually going to get the video up tonight uh, I'm sorry about the unforced error last night with the upload not quite our fault but that's the way these things go sometimes I think that's everything uh, good night thank you linesman thank you ball boys see ya see you tomorrow so you know what I meant I had to go about it Write it out and 